What up, what up, what up, what up? This is She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan. This is a podcast where we talk about everything without limitations because everything needs to be talked about. All the things you do, all the things you know. What up, though? Let's go. Happy International Women's Day. Say hi, Ari. Hi. <laughs> um, this is Shan, and this is She Gets It. And today, I wanted to talk about... Hi. Say hi, Anna. Hi. hi okay, hi. y'all, little people, get out. Hi. <coughs> get out. <coughs> Cover your mouth, Ari. <coughs> you heard me. Um. So today, I wanted to talk about... You know, do you think black women have the power to eliminate massage noir? And I didn't know what this was until um, one of my coworkers brought it to my attention the other morning because we always talk about, you know, different things before we get into work. And I was like, what is that? And he basically broke it down to me. It's basically um, hatred involving black women directly or indirectly um, with underlining issues through society. And when I say that, I mean society over time, back when, you know, we were brought here by slave ships, we were brought from the Caribbean, we were brought, you know, Anya! Um, we just bought from various homes that we really, we really had and we really appreciated to a place where we were told our value and shit, we were less than, uh, some animals, you know, back in the day, still today, if, you know, a officer, you know, is approaching you and they're, dog is hurt or their dog you know is killed in the line of duty we are still treated less than animals um these days but that's neither here nor there but there's some underlining issues and some examples of massage noir would be um how black women are presented in society in the media um we're usually the um hypersexualized version where we're either in like tight clothes, small clothes, more weave and hair that isn't ours, um, big breasts, uh, big butt. Um, We have to be somewhat naked. We have to dance provocatively. We have to entertain people. And that's what's really pushed out there as to, oh, she's, she's sexy or she's, oh, that's a that's a bad B or whatever. And we're not good. I don't feel like we're going to get anywhere if we keep pushing that. And when we really want to show our true beauty, which is the hair that we were born with, it's, it's told that, oh, your hair is too distracting and you need to cut it or you can't have braids. Or we're told our kids can't have braids. We have teachers who are willingly, without asking, cutting our children's hair in school. Um, They don't want barrettes in their hair. They don't want bees in their hair. Um, Beauty 
still is very much so not equating to you talking about a black woman in society. Like when you say beauty, black women don't come to mind. Like magazines have to be told, hey, you're the first black woman to be on the cover of such and such magazine. Why is that? Why are we always singled out? Why do we have to be the first black woman too? On on things that everybody else gets the opportunity to do. You know, we get portrayed as, oh, you're too stuck up. Black women are too stuck up or they're too choosy when other women get to choose. Other women get to have standards and have values without being told you're too stuck up. Or when we want to act or um, be directors, we're told we are, we got to be the ghetto one or we have to portray a single black mom or we have to be loud. We have to be rude. We have to have um, long bright colored nails and we have to talk a certain way and you don't talk black enough and you don't um cuss right or all of this is things that are assumed by what people continuously repeatedly keep seeing um throughout the media throughout society and where a lot of people get these thoughts about what quote-unquote black women are are through the struggle that a lot of women who are black go through because we have to make a way when we're not given a lot of opportunities. And some of us may fall into hypersexualized um, ways or means to make money. Some of us may fall into um, being really loud and um, rude throughout society because we might be hurt and we don't know how to um, express that properly. So I think society is really making a profit off of a black woman's hurt, a black woman's struggle. Still today, there's consistently black women in uh, social media, not TV news, CNN uh, this is a major issue type of news, but in social media, you can sporadically see a sprinkle of hair there that, you know, this black woman's been missing for the past two weeks, or this black woman's body's been found chopped up, or it's, it's, it's like, why is this not on TV? Why are we not put on TV when we're missing, when we're murdered, um, when we're victims of a horrific uh, domestic uh, violence situation? Why are we kind of, it's kind of like muted for us. Our news is muted or, oh, we that's not important enough. That's not news. Why is that? And a lot of people like to talk over it or a lot of people, oh, we don't really want to get into it. Why don't you want to get into it? Because it's there. It's happening. We're always told, like, we're too independent. We're always told, um, you know, you know, guys really just don't want to deal with a black woman because they're too broken. Why are we broken? Why do you feel like we're broken? We struggle for everyone to have a way since you know, slavery times, a lot of white women did not breastfeed their children, did not read to their children, did not take care of their children. They were just there because 
their husband, you know, owned the plantation or owned um, land and they just were there socially. But being in a home, it was more so that nanny or that mammy that was taking care of the child, breastfeeding the child. You know what I'm saying? But they they weren't allowed to go home and take care of their children and spend that quality time with their children. We are always struggling for everyone else to have a way. But who's struggling for our lives? Who's struggling to make sure we have the space and the time to reevaluate our wants and our needs? Even when it comes to um, the men that we are in relationships with, we'll go ahead and put our needs most of the time on the back burner so they can have this, so they can um, feel appreciated in this home, so they can be able to um, have their guy time or I'm got to make sure I have my hair, my nails done because he wants to go here and he wants to go out and I got to make sure, you know, I keep my man. And, and a lot of older black women are telling you um, especially in the church to make sure that you please your man and you do for your man and it's it's a woman's place I hate that I hate that shit I hate when people say oh it's a woman's place what the hell does that mean what the hell is a woman's place listen don't get me started but they tell you that, you know, you're supposed to take care of your man. But who's who's here to take care of me? Who's here to emotionally, physically, mentally feed me? And I think that has to be reciprocated. Like, there has to be a balance. Yes, I don't mind taking care of my husband. I don't mind taking care of our household. I don't mind taking care of our children. But I need that to be reciprocated. I need him to feed me mentally, emotionally, um, uh, I need him to, you know, give and take just like I do. And there's a lot of double, double bias when it comes to what we do. If, if we are mistreated at work, most of the times we're looked at and told to not make a deal, big deal about it. Or we're told to, um, oh, it wasn't that. That's not what they meant. Or we're told to, oh, just forget about it. My my last job, I was working um, for an agent. And what really sealed the deal for me to leave is, was his sarcasticness um, and him throwing money at me, which I still don't know to this day why he threw it over a desk. And just walked out the room. Like the fact that you felt like that shit was okay. That's that's a part of this. That's that's like, oh, you should accept this. This is nothing. Don't make a big deal about it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. And I, I no longer work there. And I bet you still to this day, he probably doesn't see anything wrong with what he did. He probably doesn't think that had something to dump something to do with why I no longer work for him. Um, even like hating what makes up a black woman where right now in society, especially in um, reality TV and magazines, um, we just started focusing on the fact that there are not enough black models um, and on the professional runway in fashion. But 
a lot of the fashion and a, a lot of the styles when it comes to hair and makeup and having full lips and your, our skin glowing and glistening and all of that, that's from the beauty that comes from natural black women. Down to the fabrics and the, the textiles that go into the clothes that are being worn, you have less black women or black men walking down this runway. That was an issue. It's probably still an issue. And a lot of fashion designers um, are either purposely making sure there's a balance in that or they're not, they're just brushing it off like, this is just what it is. Accept it and just shut up. And... It's a problem. Black women get trashed for having black features, big lips, beautiful um, eyes, uh, you know, our earrings, our skin, how, how it glows, how many different shades it is. But then every other woman in 2019 are out here paying doctors thousands of dollars to plump up their lips to make their butts bigger to slim their waist to to be looked at and objectified by society and being told oh now you're a bad bitch now you qualify to be standing next to him in pictures now you can be his woman oh yeah now you got you one and a lot of women right now are are some some of them don't get me wrong, I'm not saying don't go get work done, but a lot of women right now are getting work done for the sake of being accepted. Uh, being accepted as society, oh, her body looks good. Oh, I ain't got nothing bad to say about her because she looked good. And it's more so like, if you're going to get work done for you, cool. But don't make society pressures and what women look like in a magazine push you to, you know, change your body to go under and uh, be pulled on and tugged on and uh, fat pushed and stuffed and all of this for the sake of being accepted in society. Because I don't know what these women are going to do when they're in their 80s and their titties are dropping, their ass is dropping. Um, they can't keep up with the fact that their thighs don't match the booty they got. Um, their kids are going to grow up with features and they can't even look. <coughs> they can't even look at their mothers and be like, oh, look, we're, we look just alike. Or we, this is similar. Because you have altered your your face so much. Like, I, I look at, for instance, little Kim from, like, the 80s and the 90s. And I'm just like, damn, like, she was beautiful like that what got her to this point like it blows my mind like what got you to this point like why did plastic surgery become such a go-to thing that people do with their hard-earned cash and their money and what happened to all these women in the media and on social media where they can't take a picture just facing forward. They can't take a picture without their face being completely caked up. They can't take a, a picture without it being them looking back and they're turned backwards so I can see their butt or I can see their breasts or I can see um, them butt naked 
or they're not even wearing clothes and they're covering up just their private parts to post a picture to get likes. Like, what is a like? What is a like when you don't even like yourself, your true self? And a lot of where this shit comes from is just that society hate that's for black women, but again, that society love that we allow other cultures of other women to take from us and be looked at as beautiful. It's kind of like we can't have those features and be beautiful, but they can. So many people go in on black children because of what their hair looks like. So many black girls right now are are feeling the pressure and feeling um, bullied in school to the point where they commit suicide. I've never heard of so many child suicides than I do now within the last three years. And I'm 31 and I have two daughters. And I'd be damned if I let a day go by where I tell I don't tell them that I love them and I don't tell them that they're beautiful and they're pretty. Like even my five-year-old, some days she may see me put on makeup and she'll be like, I want, I want to put on makeup. I want to be pretty. And I have to tell her, Anya, you are pretty. No, I'm not. I don't have makeup. Makeup doesn't make you pretty. It just gives you color on what you already have. And until you're a grown-up, you're not wearing makeup. And we have to be mindful of our children and what they see, whether it's on TV, whether it's in videos, whether it's in magazines, especially the friends you keep. If the friends you keep and they never get to see, you know, their real hair and they never get to see them without... Um, makeup and being dolled up and being dressed up all the time and they never get to see them in the t-shirt just chilling that's doing something to their thinking of what a norm is for what this woman looks like we have to be mindful of that it's okay to not always have your nails done it's okay to not always have on lashes it's okay to not always have on weave or a wig it's okay to um just be you. It's okay to have um, like things you need to work on. It's okay to want to lose weight. It's okay to have, uh, you know, scars from things that have happened in your past. Like right now I'm looking at a scar on my arm where I burnt myself with an iron um, when I was like six. So like those things don't worry about always having to cover that up. You know, would you like, I don't know. Would you say that, you know, misogyny for black women is as strong as the hatred that comes with colorism, like that light skin, dark skin type of issue. I would say it's just as big, but it's not looked at as being a issue we need to address because because nobody wants to address it. Give her a paper and a crayon. Go ahead. Go get the paper and crayon, Ari. Um, or when it comes to, you know, black women being treated less important, uh, when it comes to issues they may face compared to other women, uh, not of the same skin color or background. 
Like, you know, the fact that you, uh, another woman had to deal with something at the job or something at the store and they're being accommodated versus a black woman having that same type of issue and her being told, we just don't do that. Or no, I can't. It's company policy. Like that's, that's, that's that issue that nobody wants to talk about. You know, do, do, do we have the power to change that? I don't feel like we have the power to change it completely because we didn't create it, but I think we can start. I think we can start to, um, be more aware of what we're putting out when we take that picture and post it. I think we could be more aware of what roles we choose to take for acting gigs, I think we could be more aware of um, what our children may see and what they may say when they see this 10 years later. You know, talking about a black woman's hair, her attitude, her body type, all those stereotypes that come with that, that is an issue that that we have to deal with. And until we really face that and deal with those issues, this is not going anywhere. This is going to continue. And what I really want to figure out is what's a good solution to, you know, holding men accountable for standing up to other people when we're faced with these issues of misogyny against us. You know, educational teaching on what beauty was at a certain time, you know, decades ago when it came to black women who were actresses or were singers or were entertainers where they were in full clothes dresses and and tops and jeans and a t-shirt and they were still beautiful you don't have to be naked as a black woman to be beautiful you can wear your natural hair as a black woman and be beautiful you can be smart you can be intelligent you can uh be you know infatuated and love science and be a mathematician and start your own businesses and I'm and I'm really excited about the future of so many young black women who own their own business who are starting new things that are not out there who are millionaires already who uh you know invest their dollars and started um companies and different funds and you know, scholarship programs for other women. Like, we need more of that. Like, I don't have any problem supporting any black woman doing something for herself, doing something for other black women, and feeling like that's okay. And feeling like they're not feeling left out. Do what you want to do that makes you happy. Do what you want to do that's going to make a path for other women behind you. More awareness of what we say, how it may come off, more awareness as, you know, is this fair to everyone? Am I including everyone? Um, Thinking twice about what you do and what you allow other people to do to other people in front of your kids or in front of your mother or in front of your grandmother and what you will accept from other men, no matter what color they are, um, holding your sons accountable 
for how they talk to other women, how they treat other women, what they say to other women, what they think is beauty when it comes to women. I think that's where we start. That's where we stop the misogyny against black women. And it has to, it has to be addressed. It has to be talked about. And if the news is not going to talk about it, we rule social media. We can talk about the misogyny against black women on social media. If, if somebody is coming at another black woman, we will light up that timeline of comments. We would hit that Twitter and we would come for your neck when it comes to you assuming anything about a black woman, assuming anything about her hair, her whatever. So why can't we come together when we see the small parts of misogyny when it comes to black women? If we all want better, we have to work towards being better period. I don't care what culture you come from. I don't care what skin color you are. A wrong is a wrong. Let's just be better. Again, happy International Women's Day. I think all colors of women and shades, y'all are beautiful. I love everything that's different about everybody. I think that's what makes the world a more a spontaneous place to be learning from each other. I think the fact that some women are really small and some women are really big. Some women have very long hair. Some people don't. Some women have very long lashes. Some women don't. Um, the fact that your eyes are different, your thinking is different, your bodies are, you know, just your bodies can do things. Your bodies say things you you know you are you for a reason and why alter that why change that why take away your uniqueness for the sake of looking like the society quote-unquote acceptable norm just be you be great my name is shan i'm out bye What up, y'all? Thank you for listening to She Gets a Podcast. My name is Shan. You can find me at www.whoisshan.com. If you're a creative, email me at info at whoisshan.com. If you would like to do a feature on one of these episodes, I would love to talk and figure out what is it that you do that you're great at and share it with the world. She Gets It Podcast is available on many platforms. You have iTunes, you have Anchor, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Podbean, hopefully more to come. YouTube, hmm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube uh, channel maybe in the future. But if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Shan underscore gets it on IG. Other than that, y'all be great and uh, see you soon.